Man, you're getting killed out there. Tell me about it. I feel like Rocky after 15 rounds with Apollo Creed. Speaking of Rocky, did you know that Sylvester Stallone wrote the first draft of the movie in only three days? Did you know that Sylvester Stallone permanently flattened out his knuckles from punching the side of beef? What about Burgess Meredith? He had lived his line in the audition, which landed him the role of Mick. Or that a destitute Sylvester Stallone turned down $350,000 because the studio didn't want him starring in it? <gasps> well, you can find this out and much, much more by listening to Rocky Minute the fan podcast that covers the Rocky movies one minute at a time. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Now get back out there and knock this bum out. Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkosh. And today we're covering Minute 54 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest Persipacity Minute ever. <laughs> and we're joined once nice. again from the Rocky Minute <laughs> by Doug Greenberg and Jason Hayne. Hello, guys. Guys, what's up, man? I said welcome like I can say it on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Why, well, thank you. Show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Get comfortable, take your shoes off, relax. Yeah. You know, just take your shoes off, make fists with your toes. <laughs> oh, wrong show, wrong show. Nice. That's after tonight, after this one, you gotta do that one. I know, otherwise Jim O'Kane will get mad at me if I don't get our stuff in on time. <laughs> You're gonna let so many people down. I know. Well, I'm here to disappoint. <laughs> I'm like I'm a lot like Dante, disappointing people left and right. So, uh, minute fifty four begins uh, with walking into the funeral home and ends with Dante and Randall arguing, and it also has a as thirteen dollar word in it. So, oh yeah, that's a big. One. <laughs> My first note is walking in and running out. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they have the sound effects, too, like, uh, you know, because you got to let people know that some shit is going down in there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we start out with, like, uh, you get that last second of the idiots banging on the door, which is not, like, you know, that's the end of the last scene. You get, like, the uh, the organ music, that very funeral-type organ music, and you get a nice long, you know, what, seven seconds of them walking into Boston's, <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is a nice, solemn thing, and then it becomes painfully obvious they did not have budget to shoot inside it anywhere. Right. <laughs> yeah, you get the five minutes later, and you just have some strange sound over the black. <laughs> a crash of a, a crash screen. And a scream. <laughs> and then you see them running out. Dante, for some reason, needs to put his glasses on while they're running. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple good things. He also does a, a slide over the front hood, too, like a Dukes of Hazard slide. Yeah, that was a. It was like a roll. <laughs> yeah. That was no Dukes of Hazard or TJ Hooker slide right there. <laughs> I don't know what it's, that was. It, he does like two full rolls to get over the. <laughs> two 360 degree rolls to get over the. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, we shouldn't have parked the car right here. We should have parked like three feet back because he couldn't run straight over the hood. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had to go around this little rock abutment at the end so he couldn't get up any speed. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would have taken yeah. far less time just to run around the front than to do that little half-ass <laughs> roll he does. Yeah. There isn't an ounce of sliding on that. Yeah. You notice right before he slides to the hood, though, as he's running, he's putting his glasses on. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to get yeah, <laughs> Like, if you were trying to get away that good, when she's getting the car, worry about the glasses. I mean, unless you really, really needed them. He needs them to drive. I think you can make it down the street without getting the glasses on. <laughs> and then, of course, all the uh, the angry mourners that are uh, throwing stuff, none of them can turn to face camera because they're all people that have been in the no. movie already. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid somebody's going to recognize them from earlier minutes in the movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> How tasteless is it to wear white to a funeral? Oh yeah, that's not as not a good look. Also, uh, I think it's yeah. the guy on the left when he raises up his arms. I, is it him? <laughs> you can see. Oh, I think it's like first of all that none of these coats fit these guys. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like they're wearing, their, these, they're wearing their dad's suit. <laughs> he does these like these oh darn punches, like air punches. Yeah. The guy on the left. The guy on the right at least picks up a rock and throws it at him. Yeah, he throws it. Yeah. This is that's some great back acting on all three of them. <laughs> well, I haven't watched it a few times. It's some great acting. I'll say the order of acting. Guy on the right is the best. Guy on the left mm. is second best. Uh, woman in the middle doing literally nothing. No, no, no. Shaking her fist in the air. I don't know what that is. That's uh, what everybody she, does when they're mad. They shake their fists in the air. You know. Yeah, uh, but she, she's she's you, she can't even act mad. No, you can't even fake mad. Like mad is one of the the. The easiest uh, emotions to act out, I think. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that guy on the far right is Walt Flanagan again, but I can't tell. I thought <laughs> I, I tried. I thought I had it written down. I did not, and then I tried to look it up, and I IMDb is failing me because again, Clerks has these really random names for what people do. I know one of them is Dave Klein, the uh, DP. He's one of them. Um, I think I was right. The guy on the left is Mosher, so it's Mosher's on the left. Dave Klein's on the okay. right. Uh, I'm. You don't even get a side shot of Mosher? Because he's got a beard, right? But he did shave it. For the hockey bar, he uh, shaved it. Is he the stranger that comes up on the... Yes. Yes. Oh, shit! (laughs) Man! Oh, yeah, he looks totally different when he's clean shaven. Because he does that. Yeah, no Because at one point, he yells down at himself. (laughs) He yells yells down at Willem, and Willem is just him with a beard. (laughs) Willem, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Jeff, I just had a flashback. You said that guy was a DP. When you said that with the um, the weird alphabet guys on, you set them off for like 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> None of them knew that it meant director of photography. Well, one of them did. The other ones just thought it was a DP. <laughs> yeah, double, double penetration. <laughs> yes. Well, it says a lot about you where your mind goes if you hear DP. If you're like, you hear director of photography yeah, or something else. That's the mind of a 20 yeah. something. Right. Yes. Us mature 40 year old guys. You know? <laughs> Very mature. That's why I do a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About dick and yeah. fart jokes. <laughs> well, that- the song in the background, Le- Leaders and Followers by Bay of Religion, which is a pretty big name for this yeah. this uh, yeah. movie. Even though I, re- I realized I looked up Bay of Religion, and I don't know any of their songs. Like, I probably know them if I hear them You know them what I know radio, them from? I know I them from no people idea. wearing Bay of Religion t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, and that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much radio play they've actually gotten. I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I like Bay of Religion a lot. And I never heard this Leaders and Followers song. And it says it was on this album, Stranger Than Fiction, which came out in 94, which I have and I've listened to a hundred times and I never heard this song. But it came, it was like a bonus track on a Japanese release of the album. Not this song, because this song was on a Japanese release of it. It was a bonus track. You're no fan. Japanese release. I get the Japanese release of all my favorite albums. I'm going to burn my Bad Religion shirt. <laughs> yeah, I just know Bad Religion from their shirts and from being at lots of, like, festivals and stuff. Like, whenever there was some sort of, hey, we're bringing in these 12 bands, it'd be like, these guys and these guys and Bad Religion. <laughs> they would always oh, yeah, be like, yeah. the fourth like the war band. tour. Yeah, they would never be the, they were never first. They were never the big name, but they were also never last. <laughs> they were never, you know, the also-rans. They were, like, the third or fourth one down. Yeah, so somewhere among the top, but not the top. But I think this Bad Religion song was, this is one of the songs that got added when uh, uh, Miramax bought them. Oh, I'm positive. He yeah, when they added, they got like, uh, <laughs> they got like $200,000 to like reprocess the film and add some music. And this is one of the additions where they were like, hey, how about we get some music on there from like actual band? Yeah, Alice in Chains, yeah. Soul Asylum. They're all the ones that you actually picked from their catalog, right, Jeff? Yeah, so it was stuff that they had access to that they weren't going to have to pay like an ungodly amount of money. You know, five grand would be enough to clear. Where he's like, five, ten grand, like my movie didn't cost that. 
Come on. Yeah, imagine imagine if we didn't steal our intro and outro music for Rocky Minute. <laughs> How much would that cost? Well, it's the same thing. We, we stole our music right out of this. Yeah, exactly. Now, I still stole... We're going to have to cut this out of the episode. Well, yeah. I mean, I stole... <laughs> <laughs> I made sure I stole it from one of the bands that broke up. <laughs> so, we're fine. <laughs> and from one of the minor bands. I, okay. I, I didn't even pull the, the Soul Asylum song, because I didn't feel like it ensued. Oh, man. All right. So, if you watch this scene where we have the, them going in, and then we have the five minutes later. If you want to know what happened during the five minutes, there is an animated scene that they made that is drawn in the style of the, the clerk's cartoon from this time frame. What was that kind of like? The late night. And you see exactly what happened inside and how Randall knocked the body over. Oh, God, it was on. I have it. I yeah, I have it on right the, now. <laughs> I believe it came with the clerk's DVD is how I got it's it, but I think it's on YouTube. I watched it this afternoon. Oh, okay. It's it's like eight minutes long. <laughs> can't watch it right now. <laughs> we'll pause this and come back. <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> play that. Hold on to your ass. You know what though? If you watch the, the animated, watch it today. Um, I'm glad they didn't show that because uh, that wouldn't work. The animated scene is yeah. very uh, animated. And, uh, <laughs> you don't say. It, it wouldn't have like it's it's a little exaggerated, and it would it wouldn't have worked if they tried to. Because they kind of merged it. They did I like think. it's a merge between this movie and like that clerk's cartoon show which was really really over the top yeah. weird shit would happen and like where they went and found the kid yeah. that were from like the uh the temple of doom mines they play a little league game against them like it's that, car- <laughs> that show was crazy <laughs> now i loved it and it only lasts six episodes I, I, but. and when i was watching when i was watching the cartoon kevin smith was talking before it, and he said that uh they wanted to leave other than not having the money to shoot inside the funeral home and buy coffin and everything they kind of wanted to leave what happened inside up to your imagination. And then he goes, and what what is in your imagination Listen, is probably actually better than what, what we came up with. Like, just, like, Randall's whole attitude really hasn't changed all that much. He's kind of just annoyed about the whole situation. But uh, Brian O'Halloran gives one of my favorite line readings of, her fucking body fell out. <laughs> I, there's no context you can actually use that, but I always, when around the 90s tried to shoehorn that in whenever I could because I love his delivery of it. normal level of Dante pissed off and then he's just like you knocked the casket over. Uh And he, he, you know, Randall just plays it off. Like, I was just leaning on it and then he's like, her fucking body fell out. And he goes, I put it back. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't put it back. It's not like it it matters if she breaks something. (laughs) Don't put it back. (laughs) I, I don't understand they're having. They get back to the store and they're getting out of the car. And he goes, "You know, I can't believe that happened." Or he's like, and then they're discussing it. What were they talking about for the whole drive home? Was it just silence? Because it looks like they're they should uh, have had, had this conversation as they got in the car. Yeah. Didn't what were we talking about? Was this Jim O'Kane? We were talking about these kind of cuts. Yeah. Where I forget when he called them something because he knew what the hell he was talking about of <laughs> when you cut from one scene to another, and uh, it also got brought up in Spider Man too. Spider Man's even is Spider Man's an even more egregious example of it. Was he calling it a Gilligan cut? Is that what it was called? I think it might yeah. have been where he said like uh, Peter gets in the car. This is the original, not the original, the 2002 Spider. So he gets in the car with Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben then drives him into the city, which, which you know had to be like at least two hours. <laughs> and then he pulls up and he goes, "All right, Pete, I want to talk with you." <laughs> <laughs> in the car for two hours. <laughs> you wait till getting out of the car. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, and then it happens earlier in this movie where uh, the the old man comes up to him, the guy that needs to take a dump, comes up to him and goes, he's bothering him while he's doing the light. And then the next scene, it's Dante walking behind the counter and he goes, "Can I help you?" Well, what happened between the light and here? Like, did you guys not speak? Right. Yeah. 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 Time? yeah. Like, you don't wait for someone to reposition themselves before you start talking to them. Right. Right. That's not real life. <laughs> 
unless they've covered this territory like 10 times on the way home already. Which I'm sure they have. Yeah. Dante's whining, Randall's got that who gives a shit attitude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, this is the moment where you realize that his, his attitude, not a put on. Like, he really genuinely does not give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's like, he knocked over a casket at a funeral and could give a shit about yeah. it. He's just like, whatever. So, how does the, how does the perspicacity work into this? Well, I'm sure Chris will tell you what it means. Chris, go ahead. I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you looked it up. It's the quality of having insight into things or shrewdness. Yeah, I'm not positive how that works. Do those words, like, relate to the five Following scene each time they come up? They usually um, don't, to be honest with you. Well, sometimes they do, because, like, malaise comes up, and that's when they're kind of being, like, a little bit, like, lazy and losing their way. They do. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to set up the next scene. It's it's supposed to be, like, obviously Dante, you know, not 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 a lot of metaphor here, Dante going through his levels of hell. Right. So, his okay. ready insight, like, he's going to have a ready insight into things. It's certainly not in this minute. No. I think it would be more next when they just get back in there. Just Kevin Smith saying, oh, look at all these fancy words I know. Yes, it is. I mean, <laughs> this is, I don't know if, if you ever listened to uh, his smodcast when he played recordings from him when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. They were great. They, oh my God. It's uh, Emo Kev, he called yeah. it. <laughs> emo Kev. And he's going up to Ponder like, Rock. Yeah, I'm up on Ponder stuff. Rock. And, he, and he's like 15. Oh, man. And, and he's a douche. <laughs> yeah, and he's such a douchebag. <laughs> he would use words like this. Like, instead of saying, like, uh, this person I was talking to, you know, they were very talkative. He'd be like, oh, I was with this galler, you know, uh, it's something fool. You like, what, if he could use a $1 word, he would yeah. use the $15 word. And him and he Scott was, Moser just make fun of this kid for a week. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, like <laughs> at least, it's like a two-hour podcast of him just being like, play it, and then just him cracking up laughing like, what am I talking about? <laughs> So when you talk about the, the dialogue between characters and saying people really don't talk like this, he actually did. <laughs> he tried to. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah, he tried. <laughs> but I don't know he, who he would be because, I mean, I mean, I knew who he sets these guys up to be. Like, Randall is obviously supposed to be Brian Johnson, his friend that's on comic right. book then, who, who does kind of act like this and really doesn't give a shit about this. Like, he, he is this person who's like, I don't give a shit. Like, he cares about his friends and that's it. Everybody else can right. go to hell. He doesn't really care. But, like, Kevin's not Dante. No, <laughs> no. Either. Well, maybe f- I mean, was 22-year-old or 15-year-old Kevin like? Yeah, but I think Kevin, when he thought about the worst parts of himself, is Dante. Uh-huh. The problem is, that where he's not Dante, is Dante is also like a lazy sack of shit. Where Kevin was. Yeah. Kevin worked and like was trying to make something of himself where Dante wasn't. Mm. Dante was like, I have no ambition to do anything. I'm just going to sit. I think this is where, like, Dante is, I think like, what he was afraid might happen to him. Ah, uh, Yeah. Like, I'm just going to work in this convenience store my whole life. All right. It's like a alternate universe, lazy Kevin Smith version. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen anybody. Like, I, I know I've done it at work. Like, you'll run into somebody, and, like, they're awful. You know? <laughs> it's like... Every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> everybody and I see, when, actually. <laughs> you see somebody, and you're like, that could have been me if I made some worse life choices. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Like, if I had just given up. That would be me right there. Mm-hmm. Like, you just see this, you know, fat shirtless idiot comes outside <laughs> to get his mail that he's getting delivered, and you're like, oh, God, you smell. You haven't, <laughs> you haven't showered in, like, a month. And you're like, yeah. you know what? I'm not doing so bad. Yeah. Right. A couple, a couple of wrong decisions down the line, and, like, very easily could have been you. <laughs> yeah. Man, this shit got deep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's because, you know, we were talking about, uh, you start talking about dead bodies, you know, you start getting, starts getting serious. Yeah. (laughs) Her fucking body (laughs) fell out. I love that. I love that. It's it's his reaction mixed with Randall's non-reaction, because Randall's no-selling him the whole time, and just like, what's the problem? (laughs) Like, it's no big deal. He's as upset, Randall's in the level of upset your friend is, if, like, 
they dropped an M&M in your car. And you're having a meltdown <laughs> about it. And he's like, it's an M&M for Christ's sake. Who cares? <laughs> He's just standing there with his hands in his pockets, like, eh, who gives yeah, a shit? He don't give a shit at all. Da- Dante's hands are flailing about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dante wants to get like, into it, and Randall's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's giving him nothing. It was like uh, yesterday, my, my one-year uh, took a pen and rolled all over my uh, couch that I paid $3,500. And I was like, God, what's wrong with you? This is your couch, you got a pen over That's never going to come out. And he couldn't care less. Then <laughs> 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 he wrote on the couch with pen. He just like looked at me, laughed, and walked away. And... <laughs> yeah, imagine if he was 20 and did that. I think he'd be even more mad. <laughs> he will be, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't think it'll make, be any different then. He'll still be as mad. <laughs> he still won't care. No, that's what the, uh, he'll, uh, <laughs> and he's still... Right. The Rob Williams show. He'll be home when he's 20. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Williams joke. If, uh, they make the kids cute, so when they do shit like that, you don't throw them out a window. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, right when you're reaching for them is when they're like, Daddy! And you're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't murder you. <laughs> I don't know. You... <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully this doesn't get entered into evidence at your trial. <laughs> <laughs> Local podcast or New Jersey twelve yeah. news. Hey, uh, we're, we're done with someone before. Did you guys get to the minute with the woman who masturbates yes. animals? Yeah, yes. before I, finish, I actually know that woman, Virginia yeah. Smith Sherry. Yeah, Kevin's sister. Um, yeah. it's Kevin's sister. My my sister in law and Virginia are have been best friends for the last thirty. Well, she years. doesn't live around here anymore. Doesn't she? She and, live in like uh, she lives in California. She, she lives right outside San Francisco, <clears throat> but she used to live in um. Tokyo for a long time. Yeah, I knew she lived overseas. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, she lived in Tokyo. Her husband worked there. He used to uh, this kind of business and worked down in Tokyo, and they lived out there. But they haven't moved back and they live in California. But um, she's she's my sister's best friend. I've hung out with her a couple times, but uh, I never. Every time I, 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 we were actually in Jamaica for their wedding. My brother got married in Jamaica, and I was with her in Jamaica for a week. But that was. Uh, my brother got married in 1995, so it was right after the movie came out, and I didn't know that she was Kevin Smith's sister at the time. So I was in Jamaica for a whole week with this woman, and I never knew that. And I found out after the fact, and I was like, how come nobody told me this? Like, I would have talked to her all week about this. <laughs> and then... And then like, I, that's why I, we didn't I, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and then, um, so we come back, I find out about it, and, I, and I've seen her... I don't see her that often because uh, she lives far away, but I've seen her four or five times. She actually stayed in my house one night. My sister-in-law... My sister-in-law lives actually right outside of Philadelphia. Um, my sister-in-law and Virginia was in town visiting her family who were in Tom's River. And they went out around the Jersey Shore for the weekend. They actually slept in my house for a night. So she spent a night here. And every time I see her, which has only been about five or six times since the wedding, I always say to her, like, I'm going to talk about Kevin Smith. And I never do. I'm so nervous <laughs> to bring it up. <laughs> you know, but... Um, yeah, we were just at my sister-in-law's uh, 50th birthday party when she was there, and I again, I blew it, but I, one of these days, man, I'm going to... You guys, like, try to just work it in the conversation, like, so I was watching this movie Clerks the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Natural. She's also, she's also in Chasing Amy. She's at the end of Chasing Amy. She's, um, the, the girl's new girlfriend. Oh, that's right. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're sitting there signing uh, comics and stuff at the end. At the mm-hmm. end, and she, the girl gets up and is like, I'm going to go get his water, and she leaves right. for a little bit, and then she comes back and like, who was that? That's her as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm practically family, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you and Kevin Smith are we're tight. Yeah. We're tight. Back to family. One of these days, I'm going to bring up the one thing that we like. That I want to bring up. <laughs> the next time I see her, you'll be like, "So, how, how's San Francisco?" <laughs> she comes here. over. You're just wearing head to toe like uh, Kevin Smith gear. <laughs> <laughs> you got the hockey jersey on. Hockey jersey on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's like, oh, what are you listening to? Oh, just a Clerks uh, Minute podcast. <laughs> no, not not Clerks Minute. Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Jay and Silent Bob. The Clerks Minute are the uh, other guy. Maybe I can get her to sue the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send her a message on Facebook. <laughs> You're being sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No, I, heard, I heard there's another We're one. We're certainly not advocating that. Sending you a <laughs> wink emoticon. <laughs> it should be like, oh, I heard there's another one. Jane's telling Bob. I'm like, no, no, those guys are cool. No, no, that's fine. I know they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't, uh, don't worry about the fact that their podcast is named after the two main characters of the entire series. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Right, it doesn't stop here, folks. Well, listen, I figured uh, people were going to have, like, an Indiana Jones minute, then I was safe. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Indiana Jones is the character that's in that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, if they're not getting sued by Spielberg, I should be fine. <laughs> if yeah, Disney's not mean, shutting down the Star Wars minute, we're fine. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm good. Like, <laughs> the only cease and desist I've seen are for some of the merchandise. That's the only thing I've seen anybody get a, a problem oh, with. Oh, okay. And even oh, that, it has they, to be 100% they don't do anything. Original, they just right? they pull it down off the sites. They don't even do anything. No shit. Yeah. Like a couple times they put like, um, you know, they make one of their own t-shirts, but then they use the exact mm-hmm. font or if you use a character from the movie, yeah. they're like, nope, boom, <laughs> and they get hit with a copyright. <laughs> Down it comes. Even if it's like your original version of it? I think you're okay. If it, The more original, you're better off. Like I've seen stuff on yeah. public where I'm like, ugh, how's that up there? Yeah, I've seen right, It doesn't yeah. seem like they pull it down unless you really get close. Oh, okay. Because, like, there's some Star Wars stuff up there where, like, oh, that seems awfully close, but you have to be right on the nose. Or, like, if you use a copyrighted character, it's coming right down. Oh, yeah. But, like, you guys have the Rocky stuff, so, like, if you use, like, Rocky silhouette or his arms up in the air, you might be okay. Mm-hmm. But if you use the Rocky statue, I could see them uh, maybe going for it. Or if you use, like, the exact font, and instead of, yeah, like, yeah. if you put, like, the Rocky Minute and how your name's on there and stuff, it might be okay. But if you just put, like, Rocky, huge, and then at the bottom it's like, the Rocky. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could see them being like, no. <laughs> like, we could put Jane Silent Bob in, but if we put the characters on there, they would pull it down. That's a no. Yeah. No kidding. At least that's what I know from all the years I've taken in corporate law, which is zero. <laughs> <laughs> all, you want, <laughs> all you want to do is make a little money on the side, yeah. and they're they, going you know, to block you every way they can. Yeah. Pricks. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I just want to wet my right. beak a little bit. <laughs> Alright, I don't think I have anything else this minute. No, I'm out. We'd have to wander back two miles to find my notes. So. <laughs> oh, did we uh, talk <laughs> we about a bit. How, how it was late when they left the funeral and then it was dark when they got yes. back to the store? Oh yeah, that was mentioned so, in the last minute, right? It's only like seven minutes yeah. between. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was four o'clock when he got there and this is this is the fall, but... So say five minutes they were in there, so 4.05 and then a seven minute drive back. 4.12? 4.12? It's pitch black? <laughs> it looks pitch black out there. I mean, <laughs> they stop and eat dinner on the way home at a diner? Yeah, they could have stopped somewhere, you know? I don't know. Later, later on in the movie, when when they're trying to get the timeline right for the the guy that you know, spoilers, the old guy in the bathroom. Um, they, uh, I think Dante asks Randall what time they got back from the funeral, and Dante and Randall says around four or four thirty. <laughs> one of those. So, so this has to be just one of those like, yeah, I don't give a shit moments. We, we're not going to have, we're not going to yeah. have twilight. It's going to be light, and then it's going to be dark. <laughs> <laughs> in an otherwise flawless yeah, movie, once again. again. A minor continuity error. They have yeah. stuck in there. <laughs> Wait, what old guy in the bathroom? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I ruined it. Keep watching. I'm, I'm going minute by minute. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, man. I wish I could watch this for the first time again. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I have the patience to watch any movie minute by minute like that, though. Even, nah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's some out there that I haven't seen that have podcasts about them, but I just can't imagine watching. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could do it in like a five-minute chunk and then listen to the next five minutes, but that still seems like a lot of work. It, yeah, that seems yeah. like a job. <laughs> it really does. All right. Speaking of jobs, okay, uh, does anybody have anything left for this minute? I'm out. No, I think that's uh, all that's there. Yeah, no, I'm out too. All right. So why don't you tell the people where they could find uh, Rocky Minute? All right. Once again, you can find us on Twitter at Rocky Minute. Uh, on Facebook, we have a uh, page Rocky Minute where we post our episodes. But we have the Mighty Mix listeners group uh, on Twitter on Facebook, and you can find us at Dueling Genre. Com with these fine folks. And as the man said, we're over at DuelingGenre.com where you can find some other, some other fine movies by minutes like Rocky Minute, Toy Story Minute, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Minute, Back to the Future Minute, Cornetto Trilogy, Ferris Bueller Minute, Chris. Immunities. Oh, see, I'll do movies by oh. minutes. I don't take that as a miss. I feel well, like... You <laughs> you stole my um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I started with that, episode, yeah, because so. that's the one I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> You go yelling at him again. <laughs> now, they also have a Doctor Who podcast, Geek by Night. There's other stuff there. Just go to DuelingShower.com. Why the hell am I listening to everything they have? Yeah, Immunities was at the top of my mind because I'm listening to it again. It was good. I just finished Immunities. Now, I'm listening to it. He has like an, a little, like some bonus podcast on yeah, there. Yeah, that's not bad. I like Immunities, though, a yeah, lot. Yeah, Immunities was great. And it's, I mean, you, we can listen to the whole thing in like a little over an hour, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I liked about it. 20 minute episodes. Oh, nice. It was really nice. All right. Also, if you want to listen to uh, the rest of our nonsense, you can go over to the Burbs Minute. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, <laughs> Jane Silent Bob Minute. Um, if you want to listen to group, Jane Silent Bob. Quicker stop. Also, go over to moviesbyminutes.com for the other 80 uh, movies by minutes. If there's not enough <laughs> dueling genre for you. At, at oh least. Oh my god, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Pretty much just think of like your favorite like five movies and at least three or four of them are on there and the rest are probably in production. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure you pay special attention to the granddaddy of them all, the Star Wars Minute with Pete and Alec. Um, listen to theirs if you want to know how this is actually supposed to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our episode uh, a few months back when uh, Alex dropped by and uh, we harassed him for the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we're like that uh, copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. So we're, we're totally watered yeah. down and yeah. unorganized. I'm sure it's totally unrelated that as soon as Alex was on here, he immediately uh, changed all his uh, addresses and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why he's on answer my emails? <laughs> hey, why does it say it's Alright, I think that's it for this uh, whole episode of Bodies Falling Out of Stuff, and uh, we're not even supposed to be here today. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it!